Still Sober with John Raven. Hello, everybody. Episode 206. Dropping this on June 15th. I am back from Colorado. I went on vacation. And today is my last day of vacation. Use this day to uh, kind of uh, get reacclimated to the 100 plus degree temperatures that's that's happening. Um, I left Austin last week and it turned out it was going to be the hottest week uh, so far and I'm sure it's it's going to continue but it was great it's great to just go alright this would be the time this is the time to go to Colorado and, uh, and of course the heat wave was all across the southwest so Colorado experience it was like this is the hottest it's it's been in a long time in Colorado and I'm like it's dry and it's perfect it's fine uh, I have to wear a jacket at night for half the time we were there or when we went up to the mountains went hiking uh, one of the uh, up in Estes Park one of the uh, one of the days that we were up there because it was uh, it was nice because we got to uh, we went to the Glenwood Springs Glenwood Springs has Adventure Park. Uh, it's basically an excuse. It's got some, you know, whatever rides. And, uh, but like cave tours. So it was basically, let's go look at caves. That was kind of the idea. Is that, let's go someplace cool. Let's look at fucking caves. And let's, uh, and uh, my wife wanted to check out like the hot springs and that kind of thing. So she did that and like went to a spa, did all that fancy shit, and um, and it was great. And while she was doing that, we were in Glenwood, and Glenwood Springs is a nice town. It's uh, it looks like where all the I, I guess the the aging liberals go. I don't know. It's just it's it's uh, Colorado seems like this places we were going. It fe- it really feels like uh, Colorado's made up of uh, uh, rednecks, but then also uh, people who want a drier climate uh, and who have some money, but not a lot of money. But uh, they don't want to go out and party anymore. It's like, well, okay, this was fun. Let's go raise a family in a place um, that we could also occasionally go skiing. I don't know. And I'm talking about west of uh, Denver. I don't particularly like Denver. Just driving through it. Not a fan. But uh, it's... Okay, so here's what happened. And... And I'll and I'll try to not make this like it's the podcast equivalent of an Instagram story or post about oh look at look at my breakfast look what we had uh, here I'm not going to go into the how what how I spent my summer vacation episode but uh, I found out while my wife was having a spa day and it was one of those things that she's like I don't think you'll enjoy this because this is going to take like three hours and I went man babe. You got me down. I could totally uh, deal with maybe a 45-minute spa day. 
And then after that, I'm like, I, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So I walked around, it's kind of touristy town. And the thing about it is, and what I didn't realize, cause I thought we were going for the hot springs and, um, and the cave tour. But it also, Glenwood Springs, has Linwood Cemetery in it. And that is where Doc Holliday is buried. And it really tapped into a thing I'd forgotten in my childhood, which is that I loved gunslingers, like most kids. And, you know, I had, like, read books. It was before the internet. So there were books on gunfighters, and my favorite was Doc Holliday. Like, all of our favorites. Well, yeah, but this was before the movie Tombstone, so fuck off. Anyway, I looked at all of them, the different ones, and all the little, all the gunfighters and gunslingers and outlaws and everybody, everybody got shot. And the only two people that really, that were cool and didn't get gunned down were Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday. But Wyatt Earp was a marshal. Doc Holliday was a dentist who also killed people. <laughs> uh, not a great guy, but cool, right? So it really, and I had forgotten all that, but like finding out about it, it's like, oh, that's an up in Linwood Cemetery. I can go up there, take a look at it, and be a tourist. Yeah, that's, you know, I'm on vacation. Let me be a, let me be a tourist, man. So, and it, said okay it's a short hike up the hill blah 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 and you go there so I go park where I need to park you're like parking in a neighborhood and then you gotta walk up this hill and you go through a little trail and you end up at Linwood Cemetery so I walk up the hill and I start going down the trail and I make it about there's no telling how far I made it but I get to a point and I'm like, oh, I've only been here in Colorado for two days. The altitude and the air and everything else, I was not prepared. Like you get to a point and it's like, oh, it's my childhood and nostalgia and blah, blah, blah. That's sort of the uh, theme for <laughs> a lot of my interest in vacation and just anything and Everything's always nostalgia, but uh, but that whole thing is like, oh, get to, to I got super tired really quick, and I was not prepared for it. I did not have a huge bottle of water. I it was not far. There there are families that have probably made this hike, but you know, childhood interests and dreams and everything get superseded by the fact that you can't breathe and you don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll tell you what I'll do. I made the effort and now I'll just look at pictures of Linwood Cemetery on my phone in the rent-a-car while I cool off and drink more water. So I went back. So I just left. It's, it's just, it's like uh, nobody... I mean, now you know about it, but I could have just lied and said, yeah, I saw the, the gravestone. I did. I did see the gravestone. But here's the other thing about the gravestone. It's not, they don't know where he's buried. He's just in the cemetery. So it's just marked there to say, yeah, he's somewhere in here. 
which is, uh, I don't feel as bad that I couldn't, that I didn't get to see the, uh, the, the gravestone, uh, that's not actually his, is his body there? I don't know. Maybe. But, uh, that was, I thought that was really telling that he's like, I'm going to do this. <sighs> I'm just going to look at it online. I made the effort. And then a few days later, when we were staying with friends, we then went up to, uh, we actually went hiking and we ended up hiking out in the, you know, on a mountain in the, in, on trails, right? But out in the woods for like four miles. We thought we were only going to do like uh, about two and a half miles. And it just, it ended up being four, but, uh, which kind of sucked. But in retrospect, glad I did it. You know, it's, um, it's like, a, you know, I've always, I was a Boy Scout, so I've done the hiking and I've done the camping. You know, we walked to the, you know, we walked the trail down to the bottom of the Grand Canyon, camped there, then hiked all the way back up, did all those things as, as a Boy Scout. But since then, it was like when I discovered booze. And the nightlife, I could give a fuck about camping. Also, because I did it. That's the whole thing about uh, the outdoorsy stuff as a kid. Then I become an adult. And I'm like, no, this life I really enjoy, right? So I haven't really been outdoorsy since. And then I realized by being out there, oh, it's Colorado. Yeah, I would definitely do more outdoorsy shit if I lived in Colorado versus in the heat in Texas. That makes perfect sense. Of course I haven't done this in a while. It's like, of course I haven't. I mean, there's, you know, oh, there's parks. Yeah, I guess. But it's 100 degrees right now. I mean, yeah, I could go hiking when it wasn't 100 degrees, but also it's not Colorado. I totally get it. Colorado is fucking beautiful. And you're wondering, and it makes you wonder, you know, why are why there been you know, in the past, like shootings in Colorado. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the thin air that that's what, uh, but uh, I don't know if that, if that has anything to do with it because it's, uh, you know, you shouldn't be unhappy there. It's nice. Also found out that, because uh, Doc Holliday died of uh, tuberculosis and he'd gone to Colorado for the and he ended up in Glenwood Springs because of the hot springs and he thought that that might help his tuberculosis when in fact it probably didn't they think they think that the sulfur and everything actually probably made it worse <laughs> which is uh, which sucks because he had the right idea he just should have gone once he got into Colorado he should have gone more north instead of west because another guy who had tuberculosis, like really bad, like was probably going to die, they thought, ended up going north up to Estes Park and got better and ended up um, starting a, 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 it was like a guest house, I think, before it became a hotel, but the Stanley Hotel which is in Nestus Park and the Stanley Hotel is the inspiration behind the Overlook Hotel in The Shining. So it wasn't the one where, you know, where they 
film the movie or anything, but it is the inspiration for Stephen King to, you know, to, to write The Shining. And um, with all the, because uh, like the two, uh, the I forgot the guy's first name, but his last name was Stanley. He and his twin brother, he had, you know, created that, uh, you know, made that hotel. So it was, uh, we went and saw that shit and that was, uh, that was awesome. Um, and saw a magic show. That was the thing is that we were uh, with friends of, uh, it's like my one of my wife's closest friends who had was very organized and had an itinerary of oh we're gonna do this and then tomorrow we're gonna do this and that was really nice because I you know I'm really good at not having to make decisions just uh, I will especially on vacation I love to just follow I'm like look uh, look just let me be your minion yes master I will just follow I let me follow for a week. The, the less thinking, the better. And also to help me not think is Colorado. Weed is legal there. They have dispensaries, which is strange. It was fucking strange. I don't smoke weed. But we did check out a dispensary. And it's just strange to go to a store, a house converted into a store. Um, which... We didn't go into a dispensary in Boulder, but we did in Glenwood Springs. And Glenwood Springs, by the way, it's a small, cute town that all their biz, almost all of their businesses are kind of, uh, they're like, uh, they're puns. They're all like, oh. So like the dispensary was called the Green Joint. Ah, uh, you know, it's the... The daily grind for coffee, like all that they've got, you know. Whereas in the, the, the a dispensary I saw in Boulder, Boulder is not very creative. They just kind of uh, the dispensary in Boulder is like, uh, uh, what was it? It was like a, I think it was actually called like cannabis dispensary. Like it was very, like you guys didn't even try. It's crazy, but I picked up some CBD. Like like mints, so it was a CDB, CBD edible, uh, and they had them like with um, you know oh we've got uh, we've got some CBD with the uh, you know you know trace amounts of THC, and then we have CBD with it's just like uh, uh, just low amounts of CBD, but I mean low amounts of THC in it. They say low. I looked and it was like twenty five percent, twenty five percent. I guess this is low if you're a pothead. So, like, if you're normally high all the time, this is really low. I'm like, hey, not uh, not a guy that's getting high. I need the – let's go with trace amounts. But here's the deal is I didn't realize how, in a, you know, CBD in a state where weed is not legal has to try really hard to get their shit through, right? because it's so regulated, I guess. And it's like, uh. So when you try, so CBD in Colorado versus CBD in Texas is different. It is super fucking effective. And describing it to people, it, 
they've, they've kind of told me, I'm like, are you sure you just didn't get high? No, no, it wasn't that I got high. It was because um, I know what CBD does to me when it relaxes me. And uh, the, the edible, the CBD edible in Colorado relaxed me to where I didn't give a shit. I'm like, all right. And it didn't have any of the stuff because I, you know, I, I, I've smoked weed before. I remember what it was like. I remember what weed's like. I hated it every time. I'm like, this is bullshit. I don't like this. I don't like this feeling. I've got this nice layer of undercurrent of dread on top of, you know, the, the concern of, will I always be like this? Is this how life is now? <laughs> just not you know i don't know it's not for everybody and it's certainly not for me but man that cbd in colorado jesus christ i was feeling great i basically was like all right i don't care i don't care uh all about all the people around me i don't care that there are children here at adventure park when we're checking i don't care about all of these things yeah Hey, we're going to go do this. Sounds great. We're going to go be in public in a crowded area. No problem. Like I was, that was me uh, most of the week. I was just like, yeah, I am relaxed and I don't care. This seems fun. Sure. Let's try it out. We're going to go hiking for several miles. All right. It's not a normal thing I would say. So it was fun. And then, yeah, and then her, like, um, my wife's friend was like, we're going to go see the Stanley Hotel, which my wife is thrilled about because she loves The Shining. She goes, also, we're going to see a magic show in the basement. We're going to see a a magic show in the basement of the fucking Shining Hotel. All right. Um, And it was... It was, a, it was not a spooky magic show because we didn't go to the late show. We went to, I guess, a, like an afternoon matinee, which was more about fate. And it was more of kind of a storytelling, which I was, I was thrilled about because I, it was more interesting to me with some neat, like, like cold reading type of, type of shit with all the volunteers and, you know, that kind of thing, which I enjoyed way more than somebody going... Ta-da! Ooh, I made the coin go through the card or whatever. So it was. Um, so that was. Cool. This is interesting. You know what else I did because of being on vacation and having a rent-a-car for multiple days. First of all, Hertz rent-a-car is the shit. I mean, if you can afford it, like I've. I've had a rent-a-car before and had to deal with the, the counter and talking to a person and, you know, and doing all this and that. We show up in Denver from the flight. We get off, get on the, the shuttle, takes us to the Hertz, and it's like uh, if you're a Hertz gold member, you can get off at the first stop. Otherwise, stay on the tram, you know, to the you – know, to the uh, with the rest of the sheep and we're going to go to the, the main stop and my wife's like well we're a gold member so let's go to I'm like how the fuck are we a gold member we've never used Hertz before and she goes I signed us up it was free which is weird to me because there was only a few of us that got off 
Nobody else got, all these people stayed on this bus and kept going to wherever the fuck they went, right? I'm like, we're gold members. I, I didn't believe, I couldn't believe her. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm a gold member. And we got off and there was a board with people's names on them and my name was under there under thing that said gold. And I went, oh, I guess I am. And there wasn't a counter in the gold section. It just, uh, they're like, uh, yeah. And they just kind of gesture to the parking lot. They're like, uh, uh. and I'm like, what? I thought we we're getting a sedan because there's nothing but, but like, you know, the little SUVs, little smaller four-door cars. And it's just like, I, I don't understand. And they're like, no, just pick a car. And then you drive off. And then, like, at the gate, you pay them at the gate. And I'm like, what? So it's like, all right, well, we just pick this. Let's pick this Nissan Rogue. It was a 2020 Nissan Rogue in black. So we pick it. And sure enough, it's easy as shit. And, man, that's the thing about a rent-a-car is you get to drive a car newer than anything that you've ever driven. And so it's like... I'm sure when a person drives a Tesla for the first time, that's what it was for me, kind of a smaller type of that, where it's like, what? This thing does, there's lights when somebody's in your blind spot on each side, okay? It's uh, it's easier to drive. It's got all this fancy shit in it. Um, it doesn't just have cruise control. It has steering assistance. Steering assistance? Which is basically the car kind of going, yeah, why don't, you're not actually in the middle of the lane of both lines. Let me put you smack exactly in the middle. So it's like me fighting the car the whole time. I didn't use steering assistance and cruise control very much, even though we drove. And it's scary as shit driving in the mountains. On a highway, it's a highway. It's like I-70, I think, what it, what it was. It's I-70 and you're driving through mountains and up steel, steep, you know, and down and you know, and you're dodging 18 wheelers. I'm like, how the fuck do people not die more here? I need to, when I get through recording this, I'm going to, I need to Google like traffic accident statistics in Colorado because it's scary. But maybe that's the idea is it's, you can't nod off and not pay attention when you're driving in the mountains. But, uh, but I had Sirius XM radio the whole time, and I've been, I've been like subscribed to, I've been like paying for Spotify this whole time. Like I had Pandora, and I was avoiding Spotify because it's just like too big, you know, not paying people enough, blah blah blah. And I was just like, no, I'm, I, I don't need the big thing. I'll pay. And then Sirius XM bought Pandora, and I'm like, well, now it doesn't matter. So I've been streaming music off of Spotify, right? And then I realized over time that I don't even really listen to music all that much. I listen to podcasts. Well, you don't have to pay a service for fucking podcasts. So either advertisements on the podcast episodes, you can you can listen to it through YouTube. You can Audible, you know, all these other things. I'm like, what am I even doing? What am I even paying for? And I'm paying for 
listening to songs that I like, but I realized that Spotify's algorithm thinks that I'm an old grumpy old man, which they're correct. But also, you know what? I like to explore and listen to some new music, but they're just feeding me the same fucking songs all the time. So I like, I'll tell you what I like about the Sirius XM, like the streaming, like the radio stations, because there's no commercials, but there's a DJ. And the DJ's talking to you about the different songs, and it's all like, hey. And so when I listen to Lithium, which is 90s alternative grunge, all three of those, like, it's, it, it's, that's the only thing on that station. And anybody who's ever used SiriusXM, you're familiar with the Lithium station. It's great because I get to hear some chick or some guy go, yeah, here comes a, let me tell you a little bit of something about how much I love the screaming trees. And I'm not, and it's like, yeah, buddy, me too. It's little. I don't know why that excites me. I think it's because all the shit that I've talked about grunge to other people, they just kind of smile and go, yeah, okay. We don't like it as much as you do, old man. But this, at least they're telling me stuff and I'm like, yeah, this is what I want. So I fucking cancel my I can Spotify and got three months free of Sirius XM because that's where I'm going to go. I'm like, look, I can, my wife pays for YouTube for no, no commercials. So I got YouTube music. If I need to listen to a song, I'll pull up YouTube music. But otherwise, you know, I got, I got these streaming stations, man. I, I don't want to, I would rather have a radio. I, I, I'm, I'm buying into my nostalgia again. I want radio. So that's that's where I'm going. I don't know why I shared that, but anyway, yeah. So I'm 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 off the fucking Spotify trip, and I'm now just into Sirius XM. Yeah, I've I've switched teams. I mean, we'll see after three months. If I remember, in three months, I guess when my when my uh, when my free trial expires, and I have to start start paying for it, which is cheaper, by the way, than Spotify. When I have to start paying for it again, we'll see. Those of you super, super bored, I want to see how this ends. Uh, well, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. The last thing I, I, I wanted to bring up that's related to recovery and sobriety has to do with that CBD thing because I was in a discussion at the dispensary and that's and it was interesting because it was this discussion about the types of CBD they had and they had they didn't have a whole lot i'm guessing they don't get a lot of requests for CBD in colorado people just go weed more weed please um but so they had like the different levels of THC in the CBD and the different types of products oils you know, edible type of thing, deciding what it was. And so the discussion was about, and I had explained that uh, I used to be a professional drunk uh, and drug addict. So not looking to, you know, get fucked up. So this is what I'm, this is what I need, it's, you know, for anxiety, that, that sort of thing and explaining that. And and it's interesting coming from because I talking to um, the woman who is working there, it seems like she's had 
she's dealt with this before with people in recovery because she was like, what, what, you know, what are you comfortable with? You know, we also have this that has, you know, absolutely zero whatever and, and this and this and trace. And is that is that too much? Is this trace amounts too much? And it made me think about how it's always been, you know, the sobriety thing's always been a mindset. And it's always about it's the same thing for if you're so so you're sober. Do you take painkillers? What do you take? Do you take what kind of medicines do you avoid? And it's like, I want to never feel anything. You know, it's like, I don't think that that's the case. I don't think it's about, it's like, it's like the idea of, uh, you know, in sobriety, can you eat a rum cake? You know, oh my God, that happened one time. Oh my God, John, that, uh, that, that cake that you ate, that chocolate cake that you ate had rum in it. Well, if I relapse because I ate a pastry, because I had dessert, that's uh, that's bad. That uh, I I'm pretty sure my recovery's uh, weak as shit. Also, if I relapse, all of a sudden, what what I can only eat, I can only consume alcohol if it's in you know cupcakes and cookies. It's like I need more. Give me another cake, and I just sit there and just eat only cake to get to get fucked up. It's a mindset. It's never about, you know, the the levels. It's, you know, are you taking something because you want, because you deep down inside know that you're taking this to help you with your anxiety, to relieve something. Um, but is it getting to a point are you now taking CBD only? Are you taking a lot of CBD? Are you trying to abuse it to hopefully compound all the trace amounts of THC to finally get you all fucked up? Is that something? Are, are you using it to avoid things? Because it's not about drugs. It's not about booze. It's about using something to escape or to avoid dealing with responsibility or to, you know, not to, to put yourself in an unhealthy position. It's not necessarily about a specific thing. It, you're not trying to pass a drug test. You're not on probation. This is not, I need to avoid everything that'll come up on a drug test. It's not about a drug test. It's not about answering to the state. It's about, you know, if you're being honest with yourself, you know if you're doing something and abusing it or if, if you're doing something that's not healthy and uh, and you know that's that that was the whole thing is that I'm like now I'm going to get these mints and it would be one thing if I was doing nothing but pop these mints all the time but it doesn't you know CBD doesn't do that I think that actually that that could be for some some people it might be uh Maybe maybe doing too many edibles um, of even CBD. I'm wondering if um, you know there's somebody who had to quit quit doing them because they were you know doubling up to totally relax to totally get themselves out of you know being aware to quiet the voices, but it becomes abuse. You know they're abusing it. It becomes you know bad. I don't know. 
that's got to be, you know, I can totally see that as the case. I totally can see that actually happening. Um, but not for me. So I'm not worried. I definitely am not worried about it. Um, so um, that's about it. I just needed to bring that up because uh, that's that's the one thing that I thought was uh, was kind of interesting about my trip. Anyway, that's my trip to Colorado, everybody. I uh, highly recommend it. Two thumbs up. Um, appreciate it. If you're a sober person, I hope you're staying sober this week. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. Um, keep cool. Keep your head cool. You know, level-headed, but also stay out of the goddamn sun. Drink, drink lots of water because it sucks out there. Um, and enjoy your summer. We'll see you next week. Uh, oh yeah, still soberpod at gmail.com. Any questions or comments that are positive to neutral. We'll see you next week. Later. Inside. Disconnect the telephone line